0: everybody uh welcome back uh to capes and japes we're here once again uh this week Pop i can drive bit... the, he can
1: drive this week and i can drive
0: welcome to a podcast hosted by two people who can drive okay what it's been first 2 months
1: i'm
0: <sighs> i'm very happy for you
1: i was able to take myself to see the new spider-man Yes! We love Spider-Man! He was up to all his wacky hijinks, except this time, in
0: Europe. He was doing all his all his flips, all his swings, all around Europe. Just, you know, fighting evil, stopping crime, protecting the citizens. And I love him. Um, what was europe gonna be? I, I don't know. I was gonna say say that there were cat noises, but I think you driving is better. Um,
1: That's true. I did, and there's there's always cat noises.
0: It's always lurking around. I did see an interview with Tom Holland where he was like, I think it's funny that the first one was called Spider-Man Homecoming, and I filmed it thousands of miles away from my home, and the second one's called Spider-Man Far From Home, and I filmed part of it, like, 20 minutes from my parents' house. <laughs>
1: That's incredible. Thank it's you, Tom name. Holland.
0: I love you, Tom. I support him so much. Um. <laughs> Tom Holland. I don't live here.
1: <laughs> Tom Holland, several years later. Actually, I do kind of live around here.
0: Yeah. I'm sort of, I'm I'm this neighborhood's friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Um. It is, uh, it is appropriate that we are talking about the Spidered Man, uh, a little bit, because, uh, we are gonna, today, talk about a, uh, a Spidered Woman. Ooh. Uh, the, uh, the original Spider Woman of, uh, Jessica Drew. Or as we, uh, you described it when we were both getting... Jen's name wrong when we were saving the episode last week. One of the Jessicas. You
1: know, one of the Jessicas. That feels reductive, but, like, how many Jessicas are there
0: in Marvel? There's a lot of superheroes. There's too many names to keep track of. It's very confusing. Um, but, uh, we, no, we're talking about, um, Jessica Drew. Um, who is, uh, the first of several spider women, um, but, uh, probably the most lasting one, um, and the most recognizable with the possible exception of, uh, Spider Gwen, but Spider Gwen usually goes by Spider Gwen, like, in fandom, even if she's, like, Spider Woman canonically, so... Jessica is, is still the most recognizable Spider Woman. Even if she hasn't had, like, not quite the level of fame that it feels like she should as a counterpart to, like, Marvel's biggest character. Um, Fair. I mean, but there, if
1: everybody has probably seen a picture of the Spider Woman, because there was yes. that one messed up cover that they did. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> that made the rounds. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, um, I truly... If that is the only picture of Jessica Drew you've seen, I am so sorry. Uh... <laughs> it's not her best. It's not... Listen, it's not her best, but that's not her fault. That's just, uh... Men? Of uh, That's just men. Me- that, you know, that is men. Um, but, uh, so, Jessica Drew, um... There are, uh, there's, there's, there's some, there's some weirdness, uh, in Jessica's history, um, as is a given with almost any comic book character, um, but she was created in, uh, 1977, um, so over, uh, like, a decade after, uh, Spider-Man was created, and, a few years before, uh, She-Hulk, um, which I mention only because, uh, both of these characters had sort of a similar genesis, uh, which is that, um, Stanley, um, who, uh, kind of originated the idea of Spider-Woman, he did not, like, write, uh, the the original issues or anything but he did uh come up with the concept um or says that he has uh
1: i mean the concept or did he just say you know we have a spider man we should get spider woman before somebody else does
0: that's that's pretty much what it was is he was like i i really i really don't want somebody else coming up with Spider-Woman and then telling us, like, oh, it's fine, we're allowed to have Spider-Woman, you don't have her. Um, and apparently he was, uh, he was still salty because, uh, Marvel, uh, created a hero called Wonder Man. Um, and then DC, uh, sued them because they were like, well, we have Wonder Woman. This is infringing on that. And they said, okay. And then, uh. And then, apparently, they introduced Power Girl after Marvel had introduced Power Man. Um. Which Stanley thought seemed hypocritical. Um. And it is. But also, just come up with better names.
1: Or just, like, realize that there's only so many adjectives.
0: There truly are. Like, um until you get into, like, extremely specific names, when you just have, like, generic superhero names, you're really, really not- You're gonna hit a wall eventually. Especially you
1: know? if you're, like, naming them, like, adjective man. Noun yeah. man.
0: Exactly. Um- But they were, uh, you know, so they- they dealt with this throughout their history. And Stan was like, oh, dang, alright. We got, uh, we got Spider-Man. Spider-Man's very popular. Uh, we should probably just make sure Spider-Woman is out there, uh, so nobody else can publish that and then claim that they just have a right to do it. Um, which, like we mentioned with Jen, is not necessarily, like- the best reason to like create a new character um but it does make business sense um however uh unlike uh Jennifer Walters the She-Hulk um whose you know her origin story and uh her history throughout comics are very closely tied um to her you know, male counterpart, Bruce Banner, um, because she's his cousin.
1: <laughs> One would say they have some sort of blood pact? <laughs> I tried to make something. What's the thing where you, like, it's not a very good idea because blood, it, but, like, you cut your palms and shake hands?
0: I That's a blood pact. Okay. I've, or, I w- Or b- blood brothers? That also works. They're blood cousins. Um
1: Is it still uh, blood brothers because of the alliteration, even if men are not involved?
0: Um, blood I mean, blood siblings still sounds good even if it's not alliterative.
1: But in this case Bl- blood cousins.
0: Blood cousins. Um but uh unlike that, um Jessica when she was initially created, uh did not have, oh no, uh, any ties, uh, to Peter Parker, Spider-Man, at all. Um, and although she has, like, shown up, obviously, in many Spider-Man comics and Spider-Man events since then, uh, has continued to just not, like, really be connected to his history (laughs) in any way, which seems like a little bit of an odd choice um when you're making a character specifically to like you know make sure you can capitalize on the popularity of this other character um yeah but, but um, i mean if you're
1: like in universe you find yourself with some sort of you know super superpower proclivities superhero sort of want to doing why not pick one of them and be all like yeah i'll just be kind of like that one but not
0: (laughs) i mean we've already established that coming up with names is very hard and you're bound to run out of them so if there's already a name that exists that's pretty good and you can just make a variation on that yeah you know what go for it
1: um people trust spider-man Why not trust Spider-Woman?
0: That's true. Well, people have some more trouble trusting Spider-Woman, unfortunately. Oh, no. Um, so, um, Jessica was, uh, first introduced in, uh, an issue of Marvel Spotlight, which was one of their anthology series. Um, it was written by, uh, Archie Goodwin and drawn by, uh, Maurice Severin, um, and the initial intent was just for this to be, like, a one-off appearance, just to be like, hey, we got Spider-Woman, she exists, we have Spider-Woman, she's in the universe, nobody else can have Spider-Woman, we made her, she's here. Um. I
1: repeat, but... we have Spider-Woman, we have Spider-Woman,
0: Spider-Woman obtained! <laughs> Pretty much. Um But, um, it turned out to be, uh, pretty popular, and they ended up the next year, uh, making a Spider-Woman, uh, ongoing series, her own book, uh, written by Marv Wolfman, um, who is friend- friend of the podcast specifically for his great work on New Teen Titans, (laughs) <laughs> and for having a name that the comics code would not let him use on comic books because Wolfman were scary.
1: I did walk past Marv Wolfman at WonderCon, and I was like, "There's nothing I can say here. I can't do anything
0: here." Be <laughs> like, "Thank you for your great work for us all. <laughs> thank, thank you for your service. Sir. Thank, thank you for your service to the world." Um. So, in the initial like, one-shot Spider-Woman story. Her origin was that, uh, she was a spider who had evolved into a human. And I don't know why so many Marvel writers are so obsessed with making their characters (laughs) animals who have become humans somehow. It's not great. It's- I don't know why they were like, what if Wolverine was a Wolverine? But a wolverine who became a man.
1: Although, to Um, be fair, I feel like there are a lot of, like, myths and folklores that do heavily include animals turning into people. So it's not a new idea. It's not just Marvel. These are stories we've been telling each other for thousands of years.
0: It's true. It's not a new idea. Um, It is different. communicate that in folklore rather than to have them be the main character of like an ongoing comic book series where their internal narration constantly has to relay the fact that like oh back when I was a spider I mean back in my spidering days it's not the worst no it's not the worst
1: although Um, they do keep having to remind people that she used to be a spider huh They can't let people just think this is a human woman who was birthed.
0: Uh, used to be a spider. Um, but, uh, so when Marv Wolfman takes over and starts, uh, writing her ongoing series, he's, like, like, pretty much right off the bat, he's like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do the spider thing. I, I cannot, I, Marv Wolfman, cannot commit to that. I am giving her a new origin story. Um,
1: And all the spiders everywhere were like, no. No, our representation. Our hope. We wanted to be the spidered woman. Um, What if he had, like, made it something more buck wild? Like, she was actually thousands of spiders in a trench coat?
0: (laughs) Oh, God, I wish that was it. That's definitely (laughs) one of the, like, one of the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man, not the movie Spider-Verse, but, yeah. like, the comic book event Spider-Verse is called Spider-Man, and is just a bunch of spiders in a Spider-Man costume.
1: And it's beautiful, and we should have that in the main continuity.
0: We should. I support Spider-Man. Where um,
1: is Spider-Man? I want where these thousands it? of spiders who think they're Peter Parker.
0: <laughs> um... God, I wish. No. Um, he, uh, he decides that, uh, Jessica Drew is, uh, in fact a, uh, a human woman. And what happened was that, uh, her, um, her father was a scientist, um, and, uh, she was born in England, and her family, uh moved to, uh, Mount Wondegore, or near Mount Wondegore, the famous mountain where, you know, normal things happen. Oh, yeah.
1: Everything normal happens at a place called Wondegore.
0: Yeah, you know, it's cool, it's great. Uh, Wanda and Pietro are born there, and Wanda definitely never makes a bunch of weird stuff happen. Uh
1: just a totally normal place to live.
0: Yes. Um but uh so Jessica as a child becomes uh sick from uh uranium exposure. Um and her dad uh with the help of his uh his co-scientist uh Herbert Wyndham, who's actually uh a man called the high evolutionary um
1: that sounds really really, racist
0: is he um, racist is he he mostly um he mostly turns animals into people okay i just
1: that high evolutionary sounds like a white supremacist group
0: it does sound very bad, and anytime you get a supervillain whose main thing is like, oh, they mess around with genetics, it's like, mmm, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Um.
1: Yeah, not not great.
0: But, uh, he does, uh, mostly turn, uh, use evolution to turn animals into people. Um, How
1: does he use evolution? Well, evolution just- is a hundreds of thousands of years process. Well, he
0: just, he does it. He
1: he just does the
0: dang thing. He just he just do the dang thing. Um, but uh, anyways, he um, so with the help of, uh, with the help of his good scientist friend who's definitely not doing anything fishy, um, he injects Jessica with a, um, uh, serum made of spider blood to save her life. Um, which is, honestly, like, I know, like, the, the pop cultural joke is that, like, every, like, superhero origin story is, like, falling into a vat of acid. getting injected with, like, weird blood is the number one way you become a superhero.
1: yeah. Either that or radiation.
0: Yeah, sometimes the bl- it's irradiated blood, and that's and sometimes
1: blood. you get the blood because you've been irradiated.
0: Yeah, it's just it's all all of the above. Um, but uh, she uh, she survives. Um, but uh, she ends up. Uh, her father has to leave to go do different research, so she, uh, grows up, uh, raised by the high evolutionary. Um, oh, partly because he has to put her in, like, this chamber that, like, slows her aging in order for it to work, so she's in there for, like, decades, but then she comes out and she's only 17. Whoa. Um.
1: (laughs) Is she asleep, or is she conscious, or?
0: I believe she's unconscious while this is happening.
1: Alright, she's Um, missed some major mental milestones.
0: She really has. And also, she's, like, she's growing up on, uh, Mount Wendegore with a high evolutionary and his army of, uh, evolved animal men, um, and doesn't really have a lot of human contact. Um, does have, uh, does have some superpowers that she got from, you know, the spider blood. Because, again, this is how superpowers work. Um, are you sure it's the spider blood and not the
1: uranium
0: it you know what who, could be both who, who can could say? say it's comics um but she is uh she's very strong, she's very fast She, you know heals she's durable, she has good reflexes all of those things that like basically every superhero has um she can uh stick to walls. Organically, um, she, uh, she also, um, she can do a, uh, a venom strike, sort of like Miles Morales does. Um, also like Miles Morales, it's like an, uh, an electric, like, blast, and not actual venom. Um, but there's no electric spiders, so they had to come up with a spider-themed name for it. Um, And she also, um, originally, she has some weird stuff with, uh, pheromones, where she, like, uh, she puts out this, like, she puts out this pheromone unintentionally that makes people fear her, um, or, like, makes them, like, uncomfortable around her, um.
1: You don't need pheromones to do that. (laughs)
0: You can just act yes. weird. You can just be a weirdo. Um, But she's not, she's being a perfectly normal, you know, woman, and yet somehow still everyone is weirded out by her. Um, she's the
1: uncanny valley of women.
0: Oh boy, that's, oof, oh, that's relatable. Um, <laughs> I think, like, I think later on she learns to, like, Control this, and she can use it to influence people in other ways. And then, like later, later on, they're mostly like, "Oh yeah, she just like you know, uh, she uses a serum that just like subdues this entirely because that's a little bit weird, and we don't really want to deal with it." Um, (laughs) which is
1: fair. It's fine. She figured it out. She figured it out. Don't worry about it.
0: Um, but uh, so she has these superpowers. Uh, she leaves, uh, leaves Mount Wondegore, leaves the High Evolutionary, um, is, uh, captured and brainwashed by Hydra. Great. Um, great, 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 great. You'll love to see it. Um, and while she is on a mission, uh, where she is supposed to be, uh, assassinating Nick Fury. She, uh, she discovers that, uh, Hydra is evil, breaks through the brainwashing, and is like, ah, hell no. No thank you. Hey, Nick Fury, well, well,
1: you're here, so I just kind of lost my Hydra job. You got a job?
0: Hey, uh, can, uh, you, uh, help me out? (laughs) Hey, Nick Fury, you hiring? Um... I think, uh, she does, like, she gets recaptured by Hydra briefly, and then she goes back to, uh, she, she gets unbrainwashed again, and she's like, okay, time for me to fight crime. Um, here I go. So, um, there's also, um, in like the mid-2000s, um, they, rewrote this origin story a little, and I think that's, like, the current, like, accepted canon, um, and in it, uh, they take out the stuff with the high evolutionary, and they just have it be, like, oh, her dad was, like, experimenting on her while, uh, her mother was pregnant, um, that's and not they... great. No, it's not great, um, I want to I want to read this this sentence description of it because I really truly don't think this is how any of this works. Um Jessica's powers derive from her mother's womb being hit by a laser beam containing the DNA traits of several different species of spiders. Hey, you can't just shoot a uterus with a laser that has DNA in it. <laughs>
1: I don't even know if you can put DNA in a laser.
0: I really cannot see how you would put DNA into a laser. It's just light, ain't it? It's not. It don't. It don't got. It don't got DNA in it.
1: Also, I think that if it. So if you could shoot DNA in a laser. And if you do shoot the laser at the uterus. How is it not giving Jessica's mom spider powers as well, or it's... harming her in some way? Like how? Also, did your wife consent
0: to this? Cause I what think, the fuck? I think they are they are both doing this research, um, and she's just, just like,
1: yeah, baby, just just shoot the laser at her unborn child. I don't care that it has to go through many layers of my own flesh.
0: I mean, this, like- There's
1: no way this will go wrong. Let's go.
0: There's really also, there's no way you can, like, shoot your wife's abdomen with a laser, like, secretly. I mean,
1: she could be asleep. Depends on how big the laser is. (laughs)
0: Okay, it's just- Sneaking up on your sleeping wife with your big laser beam full of spider DNA, <laughs> and you're like, just hold still, just hold still, sweetie. Our child's gonna be so badass.
1: Our child's gonna be strong and powerful and sticky. She's gonna be so sticky. <laughs> She's gonna be covered in fine hair that will let that will tell her when things are going wrong. She'll have six eyes. (laughs) Our beautiful six-eyed baby. I love her so much. Look at her powerful mandibles. (laughs) Uh, I think this is just going back to the original... I think we're just making our way all the way back around. Jessica Drew is a spider turned into a woman.
0: Well, now she appears to be a woman who is turning into a spider.
1: No. See, because in the womb, she was turned into a spider.
0: Oh okay. So her
1: mom gave birth to a spider and was like, what the fuck? I wanted a human child. So then her dad's <laughs> sure. like, uh, 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 I got this. I got this. I got this. Calls up his buddy High Evolutionary. Turns uh, her into a woman.
0: Great. Okay. So just covered, just covered all the bases with that one.
1: Right? We could put them all together. Marvel, this is a great idea.
0: <laughs> um, it is a great idea. Um, but, uh, so, uh, the Marv Wolfman run, and a little bit the, um, his, uh, successor, uh, Mark Gruenwald, um, the early Spider-Woman comics were pretty weird, um, and, like, not in a bad way, but, like, a lot of it was specifically about her, like, Not being able to fit in with society and feeling isolated and like having this like pretty intense like long dark night of the soul. Um, and she was, you know, she had this kind of like tragic fraught like spy backstory. Um, and she was dealing with all of these enemies who were like mostly, uh, mystical in nature. Like, her arch-nemesis was Morgan Lefay, Um, so just, like, kind of a lot of, like, weird, uh, spooky stuff. Um, so, like, honestly, probably more what you would expect from a spider-themed superhero um, than, like, hey, folks, I'm Peter Parker, and I'm here to take photographs and make good jokes.
1: I mean... There's a bunch of different types of spiders and different That's ways true. to live your spidery life. All spiders are valid, Olivia.
0: You, you're correct. Um, but, uh, so, a lot of people uh, responded very well to this. Um, it was not, like, it sold pretty well at first and then kind of declined. Um, but the people who did enjoy it were, like, very into it. Um, and after, uh, Gruenwald left, um, and a new writer came in, um, and he made her a, um, a bounty hunter and kind of did away with, like, a lot of the weirder elements, um, most- the people who were, like, into it were like, oh, no, that's not- that's not what we wanted. Um, she, um, they have, like, a lot of, like- writers kind of uh in and out. Um and uh at issue uh fifty when uh they uh they announced that the book was gonna be canceled, uh the writer who was uh Anne and the artist who was Brian Postman uh decided to uh kill her off at the end of the issue. She was, she fought Morgan LeFay and then she died. Um, to be like, well, this is the end of Spider-Woman, and we're gonna have a, uh, climactic ending. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes when you're living a violent life, people are gonna die. Um. Yeah, but but does uh, it have
1: to be women?
0: It, it seems like it does always have to be women, is part of the problem. (sighs) Um. She does, um, there was a lot of outcry about this, and they do, like, bring her back to life uh, in The Avengers. Um, but for a few years after this, um, she's not seen very often. She actually has, um, which I love, she has a recurring role in, um, Wolverine's, uh, solo series in the, like, late 80s, early 90s. Um where she's not, she's, like, just Jessica Drew, like, she's not doing stuff as Spider-Woman, but she's just, like, helping out Wolverine and, like, being his friend, um... Good. Yeah, and now they're just, like, they're just good friends, canonically, which I love. I Um, love
1: friendship.
0: Um, I love friendship. Um, and then, except, um, for a couple of other appearances, um, she doesn't super show up much. Um, and then, in the mid-2000s, um, Brian Michael Bendis says, God, you know what I love? Super named Jessica. <laughs> um, and he has her appear in, uh, a, a guest appearance in Jessica Jones, or... Alias, which is the original, like, Jessica Jones series, uh, that Bendis wrote, um, which, like, which does make sense, not only because her name is also Jessica, but because she has this history as, like, a former spy and a bounty hunter and a private investigator, um, much like Jessica Jones, so kind of, you know, all of these sort of gritty, non-necessarily, like, superhero jobs, um,
1: And the Jessica bylaws do clearly state that you have to help a fellow Jessica when she's starting a business.
0: Absolutely. You know, it's so important. Jessica's supporting Jessica's. Um, and then, uh, Bendis keeps, uh, including her and stuff. Again, because he just loves Jessica's. Um, he, uh, introduces her as a member of the New Avengers, um, and then later it's revealed that this is a Skrull, um, but not, like, one of those, like, retcon things where it's like, oh, we didn't like that, so we have them be a Skrull the whole time. It's like, he wrote it with the intention that she was gonna be a Skrull, and then the real Jessica shows up. She's like, hey, that's a Skrull!
1: (laughs) Hey, yo, that ain't me! Um... Why did nobody uh, check my
0: house? Y'all!
1: I was um, there!
0: Um, and then after that, the the real Jessica does join the Avengers, replaces Skrull Jessica on the Avengers. Um, Bendis is also the one who rewrites the origin story, um, as just, like, a standalone miniseries. Um, and since then, um, she's Ben, pretty, uh, pretty prominent. She shows up in, like, most of the, uh, you know, recent kind of major crossover events in Secret Invasion and Secret Wars and, uh, Spider-Verse. Um, after, in Spider-Verse, she gets, like, a, um, a new costume that I like a lot. Um, it's like sort of, she's got like these cool, like, kind of like goggles and like, uh, like a jacket with her, the spider symbol on it and, uh, like black and red pants. Um, nice. It's a, it's, it's a cool looking outfit. Um, and, uh, she, you know, again, like, she's in like a lot of these spider events despite not like, Being inherently connected to Spider Man, which is like, I do want to see the first time. What is it like the first time you meet somebody who has, like, an extremely similar theme and power set to you for just, like, a totally unrelated reason? Like, ultimately, kind of a similar, like, source for the powers, but just happening, like, completely separate from what was going on with you. (laughs) I mean um,
1: there there would be some spidey senses I think.
0: I think probably they would all be doing that thing where they go bleh, 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 bleh. You're the like Sp- me. Yeah. <laughs> Just like in Spider-Verse. Just like in the great movie of Spider-Verse. Um she is apparently uh they're planning on having Jessica in the uh Spider-Verse all girls spin-off. Oh um, yeah. Which I am very excited about. I'm a little skeptical because I know it's being helmed by like the showrunners of Voltron, and who Voltron did me so dirty. <laughs> um,
1: I mean, there was some stuff that I'm still for about Voltron, but oh boy, oh, I don't think I've even seen uh, the last season because <laughs> I'm I, I just lost all enthusiasm for it.
0: I had um. This is a very brief tangent, but I had a group of friends who we used to, uh, watch, uh, Voltron together, like on Discord, um, and around like season six or seven, um, it was like the season had come out like the day before and we were like seeing all the spoilers for it and we were all like, uh, don't really, don't really like this don't really want to watch this. And then one of us was just like, hey, do you guys just want to watch Motor City instead? And we were like, yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think no Voltron this time.
1: Yeah, in in the big disappointment season, I was like, well, I'm, I still guess I'm going to watch it just to see it, I guess. And then there was like mm. one bit where I was like, oh, wait, I'm down with this. And it was all the like weird clone shit where it's like, Guess what? Oh, yeah. It, it's, it, this is basically Winter Soldier. Uh, and I'm like, ah, oh, yes, I like this. And then I probably should have just watched Winter Soldier again.
0: Yeah. Like, this is reminding <laughs> me how much I love uh Winter Soldier.
1: It's like, um, what if Winter Soldier were in space? And I'm like, hmm, yes, thank you. Nice.
0: Um, <sighs> so, um... Jessica- so Jessica's had some, uh, some challenges, you know, finding, uh, finding her footing in the Marvel Universe, and it's really only in the last, like, 15 years that she's, like, really kind of, you know, risen to, like, prominence, um, but it has been very good, um, she has some great interactions with Peter, um, She's, uh, she's friends with Wolverine, um, she's very good friends, um, with Carol Danvers, uh, which is, oh no, um, which is just so great every time. Um, I support them, and also I do want them to kiss a little bit, and I want my dad to tell my dogs to stop barking. Um, she, uh, she's friends with Carol which is great. Um She is also, like, one of the, uh, one of the other things that she sort of brings to the table is having this whole, like, history as a spy and a private investigator and a bounty hunter and all this other stuff. So she gets, um, involved in a lot of that. She is in, um, Secret Avengers, which is, like, uh, one of, many, uh, Avengers spinoffs that focuses on, you know, uh, as, as the name implies, like, Avengers doing, uh, covert ops, um, so Maria Hill is a huge part of it, uh, Clint is very good in it, um, and, uh, Natasha's there, uh, and Jessica is on this team, because she is, also a spy, um, and it's just a great book (laughs) that I like a lot. It's very, um, it's very goofy, um, but it's very charming. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, that's, um, that's Jessica. I, I do, I don't, I haven't read that much stuff that has Jessica in it, but every time I read it, I'm very excited. Um, and also, I... Would like her to be in more things. And I'm very excited for her to, uh, be in this Spider-Verse spinoff. Um, because I think she is very cool. Um, did you have anything else to say? Or any comic books you wanted to talk about?
1: I've been trying to remember for, like, the past minute and a half if Jessica and Clint dated. I feel like they did... But I cannot remember.
0: I mean, she's she's around. Like she's in she's in Matt Fraction Hawkeye. Then probably. She's definitely there. Um,
1: cause I was I was thinking that I was like, no, she was she was
0: there, right? Jessica when it was Drew like Drew date Clint. I'm not <laughs> like... going. I'm not going to do Thor and Aurora on this again. <laughs>
1: I feel I feel like the only the only women who showed up in Matt Fraction Hawkeye other than Kate Bishop were people who had been involved with Clint before
0: okay. and it was
1: when he was getting involved with the mystery woman sort of thing mm-hmm. and they're like Clint no he's like no it's fine we, this is fine and he, they're like Clint, you're a mess. Stop it.
0: Stop it, Clint. Um, no, they did, they did date.
1: Okay. I'm just so scared to say that people have dated.
0: Okay, Fraction (laughs) Hawkeye definitely, yes, no, they date, they dated. They dated first, they kissed. Okay, I'm looking at a picture of them kissing. Okay, they have kissed. (laughs) Everybody, tell us in the comments if that's actually like oh it was an alternate universe that was a different that was a different cl- if it's an alternate universe i'm still counting it whatever what if
1: it was the scroll does it count if it was the scroll
0: damn it because clint has
1: had not a great track record with kissing right. and having relations with people who he think are who he thinks are people that he knows but then turn out to be Doombots.
0: So I wouldn't be surprised. Um it might God, maybe it is the scroll. God damn it. Um <laughs> all right. Well I'm not okay. Somebody, somebody can tell us, if you know, if he dated, if this is just, I do kind of just want it to be, like, part of Clint's character, that he's very, very bad at telling when somebody has been replaced with an exact copy of that person. Just terrible, (sighs) just terrible luck.
1: And he's like, oh, well, I guess, I guess this is happening. Okay. Boy.
0: Yep. This, this sure seems like my life.
1: This- Wow, it's so weird how my friends, like, leave for a while, and they come back, and then we have sex? And then later I find out that it was a (gasps) Doombot. Or a scroll. Very weird (laughs) that this happens to me. And not my good pal Wanda Maximoff, or my good pal Jessica Drew.
0: God. Oh, Clint. Ah, buddy. Um, I feel
1: like if it were the scroll though, Matt Fraction would not have put her in his Hawkeye run. So I think we're safe.
0: I think I we're think good. We're probably okay. Alright. Um do you have anything else or any comic book to talk about?
1: I've actually been reading a lot, but it's Hell all yeah. like I have, but it's all like um Kickstarter anthologies that I just haven't i've like put them to the side and i'm like "Mm, yes i will read this later so and later is now later has arrived and later is now i finally read the shout out anthology yes Uh, i read um an electrum anthology which is very good i started reading uh the good fight but then I started crying oh. and I'm like, oh. I'm gonna put this down for now and go to bed.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: Mood. Um, so like, that's, that's, that's my comics right now. How about you, Olivia?
0: <laughs> um, yes, uh, comics. I have read them. Um, two things I picked up that started this past week. Uh, that I enjoyed were, um, both from Oh My God. Um, both from, uh, Boom Studios. Uh, one of them was the, um, okay. One of them was the, uh, the New Angel series written by, um, Brian Edward Hill, who I like, um, to sort of like, go along with the, uh, the rebooted Buffy comic, um, like, a, an all-new, like, angel story, um, my computer just made a noise, Jesus, um, and another one is, uh, Ghosted in LA, um, by- I don't have it with me, so I don't have the the creators' names. Hold on. Um, but it's about a um uh girl who uh goes off to college, has just like she's a terrible roommate, her boyfriend breaks up with her, she's having an awful time, and uh uh Cena Grace and uh Siobhan Keenan are the creative team. Um and she uh stumbles into a, uh, haunted manor, um, and meets a whole bunch of ghosts.
1: That sounds
0: rad. It's very rad. It was very charming. Um, also, um, Tim Seeley announced, uh, mentioned his new series that he's doing on Twitter earlier, um, which is, um, I love this so much, um, which is, I don't know if I would be able to read it, um, it's about a group of, uh, scientists, um, who are, like, uh, exploring outer space, they're doing research in space, and- Is that why you
1: can't read it?
0: No, in order (laughs) to fund their research, they (laughs) make porn about their alien sex adventures. And sell it.
1: You know what, Olivia? I will take this bullet for you.
0: (laughs) Thank you! (laughs) That sounds great. It sounds so great. It's called Money Shot. Oh my god. It sounds amazing. I really want to be able to read it. Because, oh my god. (laughs) It's so great. Oh
1: um, man. Oh. But uh, I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe I'm like, oh yeah, Olivia's probably not going to read it cuz she's not that into space stuff. But no, no. That took a hard turn.
0: <laughs> it did. It's a twist.
1: <laughs> um it's like oh, a bunch of a bunch of scientists in space doing research. Okay, yeah, yeah. To fund their research, they film porn. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, funny. Um I mean, what you got to do, I guess. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um research is expensive. It it sure is, especially space research, I assume. And like um, I
1: guess space porn is a high dollar industry?
0: I mean, I've been on the internet. There's a lot of people want to fuck some aliens.
1: That is true and fair and valid. Uh,
0: okay. Um. (laughs) Sorry, I just, I just started, I just started thinking about it. Um. (laughs) Also, uh, if you're listening to this when it comes out, uh, San Diego Comic-Con is happening this coming weekend, correct?
1: Correct.
0: Okay, this time I'm not, like, giving the wrong information. Um. So we're probably gonna see, uh, some announcements coming out of that. Um, if you wanna- apparently
1: we're supposed to find out, like, where the MCU is headed.
0: Oh, boy! Alright, so, uh, that's gonna be fun. Um, so, um, if you wanna keep up with any of that exciting news, uh, probably we'll be talking about it in our Discord channel. Um, we'll also definitely, I'm sure, be, like, retweeting some of it and all of that. So you can, uh, follow us online. I'm going to power through these dogs. Um, follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, uh, all of those places under Capes and Japes. You can send us an email to, uh, Japes at com. Um, you, I mentioned the Discord. Um, if you wanna, uh, support us on Patreon, you can get bonus episodes, uh, come to movie nights, pick what we talk about. Um, if you can't do that, but you still wanna support us, we love getting ratings and reviews. We love, uh, having people tell their friends about us. And we love you coming back and listening. Um, one last thing, if you're listening to this when it comes out on July sixteenth um as I'm sure you've probably already heard, Amazon workers are going on strike for prime day um and I know a lot of people use Comixology, which is an amazon service um so not using that is a great way to demonstrate your support of Amazon workers getting uh, fair wage, and good working conditions, um, which everyone should have, uh, but Amazon workers especially do not have at the moment. Um, I think that's everything. Um, I believe so. I believe so. We've done it. All right. Thank you for coming here and being with us on this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia.
1: And I have been Elion. And, as always, Make a blood pact with me, and we will get
0: superpowers. (laughs) Uh, Shoot my abdomen with a spider DNA laser. Weird scientist man.
1: (laughs) Oh, these ones are getting off the rails. (laughs)